for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with a, another amazing podcast. It is day nine of the uh, 25 days of Christmas. Or, well, no, technically day 10. Today's the ninth, so day 10. You know, math, that's not always been my strong suit. Uh, but we have a very special guest joining us. We have Jordan Rayner. How's it going today, Jordan? It's going great. How are you? Doing pretty good. You know, just kind of dealing with this bipolar texas weather that we're having Ooh. right now so yeah yeah i understand that grew up in it yep 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 it's uh it, it's december and it was like almost 80 degrees today i was like yep all right well this is central texas i'll deal with it yep so. yeah that's pretty much par for the course Yep, yep. So, uh, first off, thank you so much for jumping on here. I, we started talking a couple of weeks ago to kind of get everything set up. And as I was going through your Instagram, when I originally kind of stumbled across your Instagram page, because that's how I find music now. It's yeah. not, it's kind of funny. It's Instagram, not Spotify. You'd think it'd be Spotify, but yeah, it's a uh, very so, much. What? So, how do you, how do you go about finding new music like that via Instagram? Um, like if how I'm just looking. If I'm just looking for something specific, like th for the for this specific situation, I was looking for Christmas music, like because okay. I knew I was going to do the 25 days of Christmas, and I wanted to find Christmas music. So I yeah. was just typing in Chris. I was just typing in like Christmas Christmas music into Instagram, and then there would just be like a bunch of like nothing that pertains to what I'm looking for. But yeah. then every once in a while, I'd see a post like yours where you're promoting your new uh, single that you just released here not too long ago. And, and then a couple of other similar posts. And, you know, I just kind of go through and yeah. it's like, oh, hey, they seem cool. And then, of course, the whole Texas connection, that that's just kind of the uh, icing on the tape or yeah. cake. So, um but before we kind of jump into the uh, new release and all that fun stuff, uh, you, you're you Oklahoma born, but you grew up just north of Dallas, correct? Or north yeah. east yeah. of Dallas. Yeah. Um, what was, uh, kind of explain uh, your childhood and growing up in, <laughs> uh, in north Dallas. Yeah, well, my childhood, there's definitely a lot to explain. Um, I'm a preacher's daughter, for one thing. And so um, my life, my childhood was basically uh, my dad hopping church to church as, you know, we, we would spend about a year in a church. They'd get tired of us, kick us out, and we had to go find a new church to go serve in. And so I bounced kind of all over the Texoma area from Oklahoma, southeast Oklahoma to north North Texas. Um, I went to high school, middle school in White Wright, Texas. Uh, so go Tigers. And um yeah, that, that's just kind of, that was where my childhood was kind of centrally located. And uh, later in my adulthood, you know, I moved around. I lived in Manhattan for a little while, lived in Southeast Georgia for a while, even went as far as to Southeast Asia. Mm. So um, kind of well-traveled for sure. Yeah. So how does a Texas Oklahoman woman fare in the big city of New York? Because New York's, <laughs> it's kind of its own animal and just oh. like, 
I just know from the reverse of me, I grew up in Chicago and when I moved to Texas, it was just kind of like, okay, I've got a dumb or not. I've got to like, uh, curb my sense of humor because my sense of humor is very, yeah, people up north, people up north, they have a very dry kind Mm -hmm. of like cut, very cut and dry sense of humor. And it can Mm -hmm. come off to people down here who, you know, manners, that's key down here. It can come Mm -hmm. off very like a-hole so um yeah i I definitely did not do well in new york and i couldn't get out of there fast enough so gotcha Uh, how long did you uh stay in new york two years two years wow Mm -hmm. that's i mean that's a good enough time to be like okay i like it i I don't like it experience yeah yeah that's all i needed of that yeah and right now you're kind of uh, shifting back between uh, Nashville and uh, yeah, uh, Texas so still? I've, I've got a place in Oklahoma and I've got a place in Nashville and I'm doing about 50-50. I come up and I do shows in New, uh, in Nashville and then I come back down and I do shows in Texas. And um, there's just a lot of opportunities kind of, you know, between here and there musically and relationships I'm making. And so uh, music mm-hmm. keeps me busy. Awesome, awesome. So growing up as a, a preacher's daughter, is it fair to say like music was a part of your life early on or yeah yeah so my, my whole family is very musical my dad plays every instrument known to man my mom's a church pianist vocalist and so i grew up in it grew up playing in church singing in choirs all that good stuff you know and was even for a, a short time in my young like 20s um i was a worship leader in churches and then it just kind of somehow I wound up playing country music and playing in bars i don't know what happened yeah. uh so there it was just kind of a subtle transition there wasn't like a defining moment where it's like there was there was actually a defining moment so um i i used to be married i'm not married anymore but um whenever we were about two years into our marriage we moved to the philippines we moved to southeast Mm -hmm. asia to do mission work we had a bunch of stuff go terribly wrong Mm -hmm. like bad wrong and we came home broke, homeless, carless, jobless. I mean, we literally had nothing to our name except a suitcase full of moldy clothes. Mm -hmm. It it was, it was a very low point. Um, but just about as bad as life gets. Mm -hmm. And for me, even though I haven't lost my faith in God and I haven't given up on God, that was a turning point for me where it's like, okay, I've done it God's way my whole life. I've done everything by the book. I'm going to do what's in me and i've always wanted to sing country music always wanted to go to nashville and i just said basically screw it i'm doing it my way and that 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 was kind of the defining point where i said this is my life i get one life and this is what Mm -hmm. i want yeah for sure and so country music was something that you always wanted to do um who were you listening to early on during your career when you kind of made that transition to, okay, I'm going to start doing it my way. Who are some of the uh, influences you had? Well, um, the more modern artists, um, Keith Urban, Mm -hmm. anybody that was a guitarist, because I am first and foremost, I'm a musician, I'm a guitarist. Mm -hmm. And so people like Brad Paisley, Keith Urban, uh, Vince Gill, you know, people like that were a big influence. And then as I really started kind of walking backwards into country music history, um, Reba McIntyre became a huge cool. influence, Dolly Parton, Loretta Lynn, uh, Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash. Uh, so those are kind of my, my core kind of foundation, uh, that I, that I really try to, to keep the torch going. Nice. Huh, for sure. And then, so early on, obvious, uh, it, it, I'm sure there was a bit of a learning curve kind of transitioning out of the more 
uh, traditional, these are the songs that you sing or you play while you're at church going into, okay, now I can kind of do what I want to do with start experimenting with your own sound, you know, your own lyrics, writing your own music, and then also putting interesting spins on cover music. So, uh, where does kind had, were you like always writing music or was it not until you had this pivotal moment in Southeast Asia and then coming back and being like, okay, I'm doing it my way. Is that kind of when you started exploring writing? Well, I, I was I was a kid that like from the time that I could hold a pencil, I was writing. So mm. writing has always been a part of my life. Um, that's how I mean I journaled. I was writing. I always tried to write books and novels mm. when I was a kid. So I even you know in my Christian music heavily influenced days, I was mm. writing Christian songs, writing gospel mm-hmm. songs. Um, and then just I found a freedom in country music that I could write and tell stories about things that Christian music wouldn't let me write and tell about. And so I just shifted and got to be a little more honest and I got to be a little more gritty, which I'm a, I'm a gritty kind of tough around the edges person anyway. So that was just a good fit. I see. And then, um, so kind of moving forward from there, you start a release. Do you immediately start releasing your own music or does that kind of take a, a, a little bit to kind of get underway? It, it took me a while because, you know, it, it's funny, you know, I went through a time shortly after I kind of decided to to move to Nashville and really try to dig in to that culture, I lost my voice. Um, I had a physical disorder where basically I had a one octave range and I couldn't sing. And I, I assumed that it was gone and that I wasn't ever going to be able to sing again. Mm -hmm. And so I started just focusing solely on the writing part of it. I was like, well, I can just make a great living as a songwriter. I don't need to do anything bigger than that. But a few years into my Nashville journey, I went to a doctor that was able to diagnose me and treat me. And I found out that I could sing and I've got a freaking five octave range. And so that opened up a whole new avenue. And so I said, okay, well, what if I did the Sardis thing? What if I started putting out my own music? And I did. I started putting my own songs out and people have responded to it. And my career has, uh, you know, gotten wings of its own. And it's been an amazing journey. Yeah. Having been able to go through your Spotify playlist and listen to your original music and then even earlier today as I was kind of like really hunkering down to like just kind of fine tune some of the thoughts that I was going to have. I started going through your uh, I don't remember if it was your Instagram page or your TikTok page, but you started (laughs) doing um, uh, like some interesting twists on your covers. One that sticks out to me specifically was... uh, you were talking about your hick accent mm-hmm. and if you could do a cover of a Michael Jackson song. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just sitting there watching it and I was like, at, at first it didn't quite con- uh, click with me. Cause I was like, I mean, you can do whatever song you want to do. It's all like, to me it, it works. And right. then you started singing and I was like, Oh, that really works. Okay. Oh, you know, thank you. So it, it, yeah. that that's not kind of the ideal scenario because you know I, I don't like associating musicians with cover music i like associating with their original music but when you yeah. kind of did that i was just like okay it, and then you know i obviously i had been listening to your original stuff for a couple of weeks already sure. but yeah sure. 
Well, something that I try to do, because I, I do right now in order to supplement my income, mm. I play these four-hour bar gigs, and it's 99% covers. And mm. so the way that I keep my sanity, having having to play shows where I don't really get to play my originals and I don't get to really express that part of myself is <clears throat> I've spent the last couple of years putting a set list of covers together mm. and arranging them in a way to where it's like trying to make that song my song. You know, it's like, I don't want to just cover Aretha Franklin's song. I want to basically perform this as if I had written it and it came from a place that I, you know, wanted to express. And so, yeah, it's just like making covers mine. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's kind of a nice transition into the single you released because you released uh, uh, Run Run Rudolph. Yeah. 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 And uh, which is, for me, I've not seen anybody cover that song as yeah, far as like christmas walks that's why i did it okay okay and that was going to be my next question why did you choose yeah. this song but yeah well it's so funny man so um my manager had been hounding me basically since march of this year you need to record a christmas song okay i'll get to it you need to record a christmas song it's june okay i'll get to it it's september you need to record a christmas we got to literally three weeks ago and he's like dude you have got to get a song for freaking mm-hmm. texas radio out I was like okay mm-hmm. i didn't know what i was gonna do but i had always loved the home alone movies and uh, i remember mm-hmm. Ron rudolph from the home alone movies and i was like that's a cool song that i never hear anybody do i'm gonna do that Mm-hmm. So I literally, I wrote out a chart, did a quick arrangement of it, kind of got my acoustic guitar out and found a, a version that kind of felt cool. And so mm-hmm. took that into the studio, gave it to the guys and we knocked it out. And literally we turned it around in like four days mm-hmm. <laughs> to be able to get it to Texas radio. Yeah. Uh, so for the arrangement, were you a hundred percent doing all the arrangements for yeah. all the instrumentation or did, yeah. okay. Yeah. So the, the, the way that it kind of works, you know, like I'll, I'll do a little voice memo recording of it on my phone with just an acoustic, but I've, I've worked out the chord transitions, you know, kind of maybe some of the signature licks that are happening in between verses. And then I chart those out. I got a little here. I'll show you actually look here. I've got the chart that I wrote out sitting right here in front of me. So this is what, this is what oh, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, hand that to the guys and then they run it. And I'll say, yeah, man, that was really close. Can we try, you know, maybe like a little, a bit of a different feel on the drums for verse two, and then they'll run it again. We, we took about three takes is about mm-hmm. all it took, and we got a, a really great recording. So, yeah. You brought up the drums specifically, which is something that stuck out to me about this song. Oh, yeah. Because I, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure why, because I'm not a musician. Just when certain things stick out to me and it happens to get a broad, get brought up in the podcast i have to bring it up yeah it it didn't sound were they using like i i don't know uh, the more traditional uh like in marching band when they're using uh the they got the big uh bass drums and they got like the softer drumsticks with the pads on it were you all using that for the no. drum kit or that was it, it was a regular drum kit and regular sticks um okay. I, actually, I mixed it, the song myself and so that's probably just uh something uh, that because it, it just sounded like the 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 hits sounded softer, if that makes any kind of yeah. sense. Okay. Yeah, it, it was more. I mean, like like I said, I, I mixed my own stuff, and uh, I did kind of tuck the drums back a little bit to give to give room for everything else. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because it, it just sounded like when the dr- when the sticks were hitting, it was like hitting on a piece of cloth, or you know, it just it just sounded different to me. But you gotcha. know, I'm I'm not a musician, so what do I know? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
No, that's cool. And so then Run Run Rudolph, that just kind of, it came together out of your manager saying, hey, do this, do this, you yeah. got to do this. And then it was like, oh, crap, it's yeah. almost it, October. It was, it was very much like a cramming for a test the night before. And hey. it, it all came out fine. But yeah, I was just like, okay, I will do a Christmas song. <laughs> Here, here you go. Here's your I, Christmas song. It's kind of interesting. A lot of the a lot of the Texas musicians that I've had, I've had more Texas musicians on this week than I've had in the last year, which oh. is wild. I, you know, it's I, nothing. Like I don't have any anything against Texas musicians, but for whatever reason, they just they're always from Nashville or something. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, every one of them prior to you said. Oh yeah, the reason I did a Christmas song this year was because I had to get it out for Texas Country Radio, and it, yeah. they they all it, verbatim said the exact same thing, and I'm like, okay, yeah. there's something to that then. Oh yeah, oh so, yeah. Well, yeah. it's a good time. Yeah, and so then Run Run Rudolph, it's out now. It's on Spotify, all yeah. that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. Was there obviously with it kind of being like a quick coming together quickly i'm not going to say thrown together quickly because well, it sounds... wasn't thrown together but it did come together very yeah. quickly everything kind of coming together very quickly um did, have are you already thinking about next year doing something for next year or yeah. are you kind of like okay i did this now let, let's kind of see what the rest of I'm always, the, always yeah. looking ahead. So I've currently, uh, just this past week, uh, a duet has dropped on Texas radio mm -hmm. with myself and an artist named Shane Porter. That's S-H-A-Y-N-E, Shane mm -hmm. Porter. It's called You Made a Rock. So that duet is currently out on Texas radio. And um, I'm also going to be hitting Texas radio in the new year with mm -hmm. uh, a song called Crossfire. So you definitely yes. want to be watching for that as well. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. I, I do have to put this one out into the universe because I've already told too many people about it. I So in 2021, uh, my buddy and I, we started a rock radio show out in Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah. And then the uh, radio station went from indie rock or alt rock to strictly Spanish. And I don't speak Spanish. So, you know, I'm, I was yeah. we were kind of cut out and we had a discussion about a month ago and i think not i think we starting in march we are going to rebrand our radio show for texas country i love we it we are going we are going to relaunch it and just kind of do our own thing on like one of the 800 radio internet radio launching yeah. platforms so. i think that's great good for you it, it's exciting, you know, just kind of being able to talk to a lot of these Texas artists. It's like, yeah. it, it's something that I want to do and it's something that I can do. So we're going to do it and I I'm not going to, not going to rush into it. So, yeah, that's fantastic, man. Congratulations. Thanks. Oh, uh, so with the, the rest of the years kind of wrapping up pretty quickly, uh, yeah. you know, you got what, three weeks until the end of the year or something like that. Yeah, it, that's that's hard to believe already, man. Do you got a little... This year has flown by, right? It really has. Yeah. Oh, and you mentioned that you've um, get already kind of planning for the next year. Oh yeah. Um, what's your show schedule looking like for? The... Yeah. So right now, um, we don't have a lot on the books. We're talking mm -hmm. with several places, but let me pull up the one that I do have locked in for sure. 
Um, and we're looking at February 21st, and we're going to be uh, in Arlington at Texas Live. I'm going to be performing at Texas Live on February 21st. So if you're in the Arlington area, you definitely want to be checking that out. And uh, we do have a few more that are in pencil right now. So be checking out jordanrainerofficial.com. Uh, all my tour dates are going to be on there, and they'll be updated as we get shows. So Yeah, for sure. Awesome. I will definitely – Arlington is not very far from Waco, so – yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, it's funny a, that you're. It's funny that you're in Waco, man. I used to do a lot of work in the prisons down in Gatesville, so I know oh, that uh, very well. Yeah. 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 It's a. I, I I get the opportunity to kind of explore a lot of parts of Central Texas that not yeah. many people go to, because mm-hmm. I work in the um, I work for the ABC affiliate here in town, and so we just kind of go all out to these really small towns, and it's like, yeah. oh. I would have driven right past this town mm-hmm. in any other situation. So, yeah, no, it's cool. Um, Central Texas has been cool the last three years. I've been oh, here three oh, years. So, yeah, yeah. awesome. Uh, so this is a Christmas themed podcast that we're doing here today. So I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you a few specific Christmas questions. Of course. Um, so growing up, was Christmas a big part of your life? Oh. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got our, we're, we're a very tight-knit family, and we've mm-hmm. all got our traditions, and, you know, Christmas Eve is kind of the gathering night where we all, we all gather around, and we've got, you know, snacks that we've made, can- homemade candy, and yeah. everything. I mean, then we stuff our faces. That's all we do for a whole day is just stuff our faces, yeah. play, play board games, all that stuff, yeah. and then, uh, yeah, Christmas Day, usually open a few gifts, and mm-hmm. You know, it, it's nice. always been a big thing. Yeah. Nice. And what are your plans this year? Are you going to pretty much? I'm going to be in Oklahoma. I'm going to be oh. in Oklahoma with my family. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And then grow. So normally what we do on the podcast uh, is we play this game called rapid fire randomness. And I have a random question generator. Okay. And, you know, the questions get silly and fun okay. and thought provoking and all that stuff. Yeah. And I try early on during this. 25 days of Christmas, I tried to take those questions and convert them to Christmas questions. Okay. But it just got too time consuming because it's like, you know, so I have like five standard Christmas questions that I'm going to ask you and we'll just. That sounds great. So awesome. All right. What's your uh, favorite Christmas uh, Christmas movie? Definitely Christmas Vacation. I honestly thought you were going to say Home Alone. No, no, that, that's in the top three for sure. You know, because obviously Run Run Rudolph, you brought it up. But yeah. like the last four artists, they've all said Home Alone. And I'm like, it's a good movie, but I feel like they're <laughs> better. The best. No, Christmas, Christmas Vacation is hands down the best of all time. And takes place in my home city of Chicago. That's right. That's right. So, Cheers. Awesome. Um, and then if you had to take any one of eight as Santa's eight reindeer home as a pet, who would it be? Or, well, I guess technically nine, but, you know, who's counting? Well, considering I don't really know the personality traits of all the reindeer, I'm probably just going to go with old homeboy Rudolph. Just because, you know, you know, he might help me get Twitter famous. That's fair. That's fair. And I said last time I was going to retire that question because everybody just says Rudolph, and I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh and then what is a fond memory of a uh, Christmas growing up in Oklahoma, North Texas area? Okay, I, I got a good one. I got a good one for that. So uh, the year 2000, mm-hmm. we had in Texas, in North Texas, probably one of the most 
historically catastrophic ice storms mm-hmm. in North Texas. It, I mean, we had ice literally that thick piled yeah. on everything. And so that Christmas I had gotten a drum set for Christmas and I was like, so excited. Oh my gosh, I got a big red drum set. Cause I, I'm a drummer as well. And I remember like us watching power lines exploding and like there was rumors of houses catching on fire. And I was just like, this house better not burn down with my drum set in it, a brand new drum set. But we had no electricity for like four days. And so I remember Christmas in North Texas being huddled and in front of a fireplace, we built a, you know, just an old school fire in the fireplace. And we were just huddled around it for four frigging days trying not to die. So that's probably the most memorable Christmas. Wow. I think, Think, I remember my our uh, weather guy telling me the story because either in 2000 he was in Amarillo and like firsthand experienced it or yeah. he was still at Texas Tech and just kind of being in Texas obviously you're yeah, gonna hear about it was it, a so. big deal it was it was like historical yeah mm, yeah well that I, I couldn't like I thought what we went through in uh not last year but 2020 was bad. And yeah. That was pretty bad. That was a that was a bad one. Or 2021. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. 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 That was that was rough. Um it was it was pretty horrible. Yeah. And then uh final question is was there ever a memorable gift that you got? Uh yeah, well again, the drum set is definitely a memorable gift, but I'll tell you the worst gift I ever got was from my great grandmother and it was a fuzzy sweater. I mean, like the, the fur on it was that long, just wow. fuzzy sweater. And it was like multicolored, like mm. there was 1800 different colors on it. And she got that for me and we opened it on Christmas day and my mom made me wear it all day just to make grandma happy, you know, mm. and I, I, I couldn't wait to get that thing off. Mm. So I was wow. uh, spent all day in that sweater and I'm pretty sure that I uh, hit it or tried to throw it away as soon as we got home. But. Oh, I've had def- definitely had a couple of situations like that. Oh, yeah. One, I got caught in a bad situation because I had this great uncle that I'd, I'd only see like at like community picnics like every once in a while. And I wouldn't ever consider him like a great uncle because he, uh-huh. he was like just kind of that distant of a family member. Right. And I think it was like one randomly one year for Christmas, he bought me a watch. Yeah. But it was like an old man's like a really old man's watch. It had like my mom, he gave it to my mom to give it to me for Christmas. And my mom saw it and was like, yeah, he's not going to wear this. Like he's, but you know, she still kind of took it. And then she just kind of hit it aside and said, you're only going to see him once, maybe every other year. And it's not going to be that big of a deal. Yeah. I saw him four months later and he's like, Oh, you're not wearing my watch that I got you? Oh, and I'm like, oh, and I look mom. at my mom and she's like, oh yeah. Or, and she made up some like excuse and I'm like, all right, I don't know what's going on here, but okay, we'll grow with it. Yeah, so, like what are the odds? Yeah, for sure. Hilarious. For sure. But anyways, so that's kind of the random fun part of the podcast. Okay, I love it. Awesome. Oh, uh, so... Obviously, you just got, or not obviously, you just got done doing a show uh, this afternoon or yeah. early evening. How'd the uh, show go? It went great, man. I uh, played to a full house tonight and absolutely had a ball. We wore ourselves out and uh, I am tired. 
I feel that. I feel it. It's, you know, and it's Friday. It It's kind of the end yeah. of the week. And it's, and uh, how many uh, shows do you have? How many more shows like that do you have this year? Or do you do those often or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've probably still got probably 10 shows left this year. Gotcha. And are you doing that as like a solo thing or are you got it like working with a band? I've got a, I've got a small band that mm. I work with and uh, we, we friggin' rock it out. We rock them honky tonks out. Nice. And this is all in, you're in Nashville right now? Right? I'm in Nashville right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got about 10 more shows here in Nashville this month. Awesome. Awesome. I can't wait to get back to Nashville. I haven't been there since 2020, since right before the pandemic. Oh yeah. Um, it's changed. It's, it's blown up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I went, I had a decision to make uh, earlier this year. I had like time for one trip and I was like, okay, do I want to go to Memphis or do I want to go to Nashville? And I had some friends that were happened to be in Memphis. And I was like, well, I've never been to Memphis. Let's go. And yeah. so I ended up going to Memphis instead of Nashville. And well, yeah. you're overdue then. Yep. hundred percent. I'm actually February, end of February is okay. where I'm going. All right. Well, you got to so, hit me up and come catch a show. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I will do my best to uh, hit that Arlington show. That yeah, you had, please do. So, please yeah. do. It's uh, it's one of those things where I'm trying to get out more the pandemic because I, I moved to Waco like four months before the pandemic hit. Oh wow! And so it was like right before Christmas, and I was just kind of doing all my family Christmas stuff with my family up in Chicago and Florida. You know, like my family's kind of spread out and whatnot. And then it came it finally January, February. Things started to settle down a bit, and then they were already talking about covid and the pandemic yeah. and i'm like okay let's see what this does and then march hit and i was like okay well here we go yep yep, so, yep. i hear yeah. you but anyways uh once again i do want to thank you so much uh if people want to uh hit or uh, follow you on social listen to run run rudolph uh or any of your other uh wonderful songs that you got on spotify and all that stuff where's the best place to find all your information I mean, listen, my name is Jordan Rayner. That's R-A-I-N-E-R. So if you Google me or you type that in into any major social media platform, I'm not hard to find. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're pretty, you've got some great contact on, uh, or content, not contact. Wow. I'm, it is Friday. You can tell. <laughs> yeah. Got, got some great content on Instagram and TikTok and all that fun stuff. So yeah, anybody yeah, that's the, the TikTok thing is blowing up right now. It's going great. So if you really want to get an idea for my personality and my sense of humor, go check out my TikToks. You'll yeah. get a good laugh out of it. A hundred percent. I agree. Oh, uh, but once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Really appreciate Pleasure you. Mine. Yeah. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, for anybody that's not following live and amplified, uh, go to our website live and amplified.net and you can find all our socials because i just recently found out our socials aren't as clean as i originally thought they were so i luckily i have them all tagged on our website so just go to live and amplified.net and you can also find the feed for the podcast and some other fun stuff we're doing on there and then yeah other than that thank you everybody for tuning in and we will catch you all later thank you cool